Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 14th of February. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to the show, I love you a long time. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. And of course, Zaslow Show 2.0 is always presented by our title sponsor from day number one. We're talking Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We got a lot to get to today. We're still going to deal a little bit with the fallout from the Super Bowl. I got a little bit more on Rihanna. Everyone has gathered their thoughts on Riri. We got NBA from last night. Both of our teams were in action last night. The Panthers, they helped us avoid the double dick punch. Everybody knows the double dick punch is when both the Heat and Panthers lose on the same night. And look, uh, baseball is right around the corner. God forbid there's a night where we got the triple dick punch. It happens. But we're trying to avoid that when the Marlins get going. Anyway, the Panthers saved the night last night. I'm very happy about that. The Heat, they fell to the best team in the Western Conference, or, you know, at least standings-wise, best team in the Western Conference. I, I think we all believe in them. We haven't seen them play a game yet. And that's that's usually my MO. Can we see them play together? You know, like with the Brooklyn Nets, when the Brooklyn Nets signed Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Best team in the league. Can we see them play together? Well, with the Phoenix Suns, right, we haven't seen Durant play with them yet, but we've seen Chris Paul. We've seen Devin Booker. We've seen DeAndre Ayton. We've seen this team. And now they're adding Kevin Durant. So I think we all believe that the team to beat is going to wind up being the Suns. But right now, the Nuggets, that's who the Heat faced last night. And they really kicked our ass. And you could say, hey, Zaslow, they didn't kick the Heat's ass. The Heat only lost by four. The Heat are a great defensive team. And when Denver comes in here and shoots 58%, they kicked our ass. They did. The, the thing that we are really good at, the Heat are an elite defensive team. The thing that the Heat are really good at, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Brooklyn Nets, the Denver Nuggets came in and said, screw you, we're going to do whatever we want. The game was close. You know, the Heat made it a game late. Well, I mean, well, the, the entire game was close. It, you know, I don't want to say that. But the Heat, they were right there in the end. And, and, and it was still Denver. Denver kicked our ass. They did. 58%, that's not Heat basketball. You, you, you down Tyler Hero against the best team in the Western Conference. 
you got to be full strength when you're playing those type of teams. So the Heat's home winning streak, which I think was eight, is snapped last night. The Heat dropped to 32 and 26. And, and away we go. So next up for the Heat, tomorrow night, that's a big game. We'll get to that coming up. So I want to take a moment here to, uh, to address a couple things before we get into the sports stuff. Number one, today's February 14. Everybody knows that's Valentine's Day. But more importantly, today's one of the worst days in, in the lives of many people here in South Florida. You know, my, my son said to me yesterday, my younger son who's in public school, he said to me, that he has a half day of school today. What the hell do you have a half day of school for? Half day of school? Yeah, yeah, because it's Valentine's Day. That does not add up. There's no way you have a half day of school because of Valentine's Day. They got a half day of school because today is the, now are we talking five-year anniversary? Yeah, I believe five-year anniversary of the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. That's, That's why it's a half day. I would say there should be no school on February 14th. There should be no school today. It should it should go down as a day of remembrance. We're all thinking of those families and those kids and the and the adults, the the, the teachers, faculty that were that were murdered by that maniac five years ago. So today, awful day. We all remember down here where we were when we found out. We were all glued to our televisions. You couldn't take your eyes off of it. It it, it was, I mean, we're all, we all know someone who knows someone, you know? I have family who lives in Parkland. I have other family who used to live in Parkland. I have cousins who went to Stoneman Douglas. We, We all know people or we know people who know people who are a part of either that community or went to that school or maybe even still go to the school. And and it's a really good public school, which is now forever known as, you know, the place where you had that massacre five years ago. So it's still a very central topic. It's It's still a very... Uh, 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 it's still something that's on a lot of our minds down here in South Florida. If you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 and you're outside the South Florida area, this is always going to be a major thing. And unfortunately, for a, a great community, Parkland, Parkland now is known as the community that had that massacre. If you hear the, the city named Parkland outside of South Florida, that's all you know it for. It's a great community. Little small community, great community, but now that's what it's known for. But most importantly, you have family, you, you, you have lives that were lost, mostly children. My God, and and you have families who whose entire lives are devastated because of what took place five years ago today. So I don't want to put a damper on the show today, but I do want to make sure we start things out today, letting folks. I know there's a lot of people listening to this show. That you have family there, maybe you live in Parkland, you know, maybe you know someone who who was directly affected from that event. So want to make sure that we throw that out there in the beginning of the show today. It's something all of us down here are always going to be thinking about, not just today on February 14th, but all the time. And and I just God bless all those families who who have to deal with this. You know, a lot of us have to have had to deal with. I have have had to deal with significant loss in our lives, but what those families went through and continue to go through, because it doesn't go away, it doesn't go away, you just, you, you just learn to live with it, you don't get over it, you just learn to live with it, and for those families who live with it every single day, God bless, man, there's, uh, there's nothing that I'm going to say or anyone else is going to say that's going to make you feel any better today, but, I, but, but the thing that I would say is, you know, like when you deal with something that's so tragic, like and like today is the anniversary day of it, and you feel any worse. I don't know that you feel worse on the day. You feel terrible about it every day. Like that's the curse, right? It's not just today. Oh my God, five years ago, today is such a terrible day. Today's the worst day because it's the anniversary of me losing my son or me losing my daughter. I, I don't, I don't see it like that. 
Every day is the worst day when we're talking about this. You know, I, I don't know that today is any worse because it happened to be the anniversary. They're all really terrible days for for those families. So, you know, God bless all you guys. Everyone, everyone in the South Florida area thinks about you, especially on a day like today. Now, without being able to transition smoothly, that is what it is. Today is Valentine's Day. And so last night, all right, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, what, what am I going to do for Valentine's Day? Now, I don't like Valentine's Day. You know, oh, the Hallmark holiday. But, but here's the thing. If you have a great relationship with your significant, especially if you're married, if it's boyfriend or girlfriend, you better do something Valentine's. But if you're married and, and you have a great relationship with your spouse, you, you shouldn't have to do something today. You should be, I think it's more meaningful you do something randomly on some other, because February 14th, it's a random day. It's a random day. If you do something on any other random day, it's so much more meaningful than doing it on Valentine's Day. It's, it's, it's a stupid holiday. And if you have a great relationship with your spouse, you shouldn't have to do anything today. So like, my wife says to me, and, and look, I don't know, I, I, we've been married for 15 years, and I still can't get a good read on this type of situation. And I think that's less about me. Oh, Zazzler, you're so stupid, you can't get a read on your wife here 15 years into marriage? It's a lot less about me than it is about you. And when I say you, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you women. That's what it's about. It's less about me, it's more about you. We can't, I, I can't get a read on you. And so, last night... My wife tells me, she makes it clear in what sounds like unequivocal terms that we are not doing anything. Now, should we have gone out for dinner tonight? <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. Uh, uh, any other time, I would take her out for dinner, even though it's Valentine's Day. That's no big deal. That's easy. I'll, you know, we like getting out together. doesn't get to happen very often where it's just the two of us. And tonight, actually, my younger son is basketball practice. I help coach, so I got to do that. So we're not going out to dinner tonight. And, and we can't do it tomorrow because there's something else going on. It's, so that part's a mess. But, but she told me, like, I don't need anything. Don't buy me anything, she says. But I've heard that before. I've heard that don't buy me anything. And then I've not bought her something. And it's a disaster. She was so mad at me. Now, granted, that was like for anniversary or birthday or something like that. And I know, I know, like you're listening right now and it's Zaslow. You, you did an anniversary where you didn't get her something? What the fuck is the matter with you? I know! That was a major mistake. That was a very big mistake. All right, I get it. But she's telling me here, Valentine, like, she says she doesn't care about Valentine. She cares about her birthday, and she cares about anniversary. She doesn't care about Valentine's. Valentine's is everybody else saying that I have to do something. It doesn't have to mean anything to us. So I said, all right, but Flash, like, no, no, it doesn't. You don't have to get me. Don't get me anything. I think it's a trap. I'm pretty sure I think it's a trap, right? It's a trap, right? So I put it out on Twitter last night. Is it a trap? And, like, I don't know. I think maybe it was a 100% response was telling me it's a trap. You got to get her something. So I think I got to get her. And I don't know, like, you're listening to this. It's Valentine's Day. You're listening in the future. So when you're listening right now, you you may you, you may know. You, I, like, I may have done something, or I may have not done something. It's the future. Now, you can't tell me right now, I'm in the past, you're in the future. This is, like, we can't relay messages here. That, that, that's, how, that's how time travel works. But I, I think I got to do something. So, I'm pretty sure it's a trap. You guys were all telling me it's a trap. Then I was getting the really fun meme from Star Wars with, what's his name, the, the general, you know, it's a trap. I I think it's a trap. So, you guys out there, don't fall into the trap. Now, you know what was going to be a nice Valentine's Day gift? So, this is what I was going to do today. This was the plan. It was a last-minute plan, but this was the plan. So, earlier today, this morning, 10 a.m. this morning, pre-sale, Dave Matthews Band tickets. It's my wife's favorite. She She gets a hall pass for Dave Matthews. She would leave me for Dave Matthews. 
She loves Dave Matthews Band, and she loves Dave Matthews. So they're here every summer, and pre-sale tickets went on sale for the tour today. Two shows, July 29, July 30. (coughs) So anyway, I mean, God forbid they play in an arena where we don't have to be outside sweating our balls off. But anyway, pre-sale tickets went on today. I got the pre-sale password. I'm Ticket Ninja. You know this. I laugh in the face of all your pre-sale, pre-sale. But you know the way Ticketmaster is. You know the way ticket sales go right now. There's, there's no such thing as a general on sale anymore. If you're waiting for the general on sale, which is probably this Friday, if you're waiting for the general on sale for any concert, you're not getting tickets. All the tickets go in pre-sale. There are no tickets left for general on sale. The pre-sale is the real on sale. And you better have a pre-sale password. I always have the pre-sale passwords. I'm the Ticket Ninja. That's not my name for no reason. So anyway, this was going to be the Valentine's plan. I was gonna, We were going to get Dave Matthews Band tickets. I'm going to show that to her. She'd be so happy. But, but this Ticketmaster, the whole concert scene, it's a, it's a freaking racket. It really is. I get on right at 10 a.m. today. I got my pre-sale password. I get right into that pre-sale like it's nobody's business. There's hardly any tickets left slash available. There, there's, there's nothing there. And what is there are the official platinum tickets. And you know how those go. Those are the tickets that skyrocket in prices. You know, the official platinum tickets, that's like the NBA team when they upcharge certain price, certain tickets for certain games because the star is going to come, but then the star never plays because the NBA player doesn't play. You know what I'm talking about. And if I'm going to spend a ton of money, I want to sit up close. We don't do the lawn. We're, we're in a place in our life. We haven't done the lawn in 15 years. We don't do the lawn anymore. I'm a grown-up. I got to sit up close. And to sit up close, Dave Matthews, man, talking 700 a ticket. I mean, I can't justify it. 800, 900 a ticket. There were a couple tickets. There were two seats that popped up and became available. Front row. Okay. I click on it, see how much it is. 950 a ticket. Like, how could I do that? We've seen Dave Matthews many, like 20 times. 950 a ticket? And if you want to sit toward the back in like the upper level there in Palm Beach, which, which is fine. To sit in the front there, and I like those seats. Like two fifty a ticket. I'm like, if I'm going to spend five hundred for the two tickets, I'd rather spend a little bit more and sit like really up close. But eight hundred or nine hundred a ticket? It's such a racket. It's impossible to get tickets these days. It really is. And I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, Pearl Jam does this. Pearl Jam does that." Pearl Jam's an insanely difficult ticket to get. Now they're 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 a little bit they're more affordable. But Pearl Jam's an insanely difficult ticket to get as well if you're not in the 10 club, which of course I am. I mean, come on, what are we talking about here? I've seen him 25 times. Not a competition, but I've seen him 25 times. Concert tickets, man, are a racket these days. So I'm not even going to say, like I say, oh, Zazzle, are, are you trying to go? Are you trying to go to Dave Matthews? I, like, I can't even say I'm trying to go. No one's hooking me up with tickets. Although if you do have the hookup for like, Tickets up close for Dave Matthews at the regular price? That's something I would be interested in. But I can't say I'm trying to go because I, you can't get a hookup for a con- for these kind of concerts, for these kind of shows. It's a racket. But anyway, the overall point is Valentine's, man. I don't know. I got nothing right now. I got nothing. And my and my younger son's going to be home soon. I got not that that really matters, but I got, I got nothing right now. As far as Valentine's. That that ended up being the last minute plan. And I struck out hard. So. I, d- avoid the mistake. That I'm clearly making here. Yeah. So last night. Let's get to the Heat basketball. <coughs> Excuse me. So last night. The Heat lose. They lose. Uh, well it's fine. A 112-108. The Nuggets. The, like I said. It was a four point game. The Nuggets kicked our ass. When you're a great defensive team like Miami is, and the Nuggets come in here and shoot 58% and do whatever they want, they kicked our ass. And how have the Heat been winning games? They're holding teams under 100. They're holding teams in the low hundreds. I mean, they held the Rockets to 95 the other night. They held the Magic to 103. I think they had 97 at the end of regulation. They're holding, and I I get it. Magic and Rockets are not the Denver Nuggets. I, I get it. 
But the Heat aren't winning games allowing 112. That's not, that's not a terrible number, but they're not, they're not allowed, they're not winning games allowing 58% shooting. The Heat are lucky they were even in the game. You give them credit for even hanging around allowing 58%. Max Struess started in place of Tyler Hero. You had no Tyler Hero. Struess had 23. Jimmy, one assist from a triple-double, 24-10-9. and Bam had 19 points. And Jokic, with his arms all scratched up every game, 27 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. He's, he's amazing. He's unstoppable. And you look at that Nuggets team, especially when Jamal Murray didn't play last night. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go all Bones Highland, who, you know, on his way out, the Nuggets said they only have one really good player. And, of course, let's talk about Jokic. I'm not going to go all Bones Highland on you. But that Nuggets team, it shows you how impressive. Because you, you look at, like, the Bucks, and, all right, Giannis. Middleton's a really good player. Drew Holiday's a really good player. They got really good players. I, I mean, Bones Highland's kind of... Michael Porter Jr. is a good player. When he, when he plays, when he's healthy, he played last night. Jamal Murray, same thing. But Ed Jokic is the whole team. So he kind of has a point, even though he's taking a shot. The Heat got their ass kicked there. By the, That's an ass kicking to me. You allow 58% shooting. So the Heat dropped to 32-26. and 26, And not only are you trying to stave off New York, who's behind you, <coughs> but the Heat do have a chance... Of catching number five, Brooklyn. So the Heat are one game ahead of New York right now. One game in the lost con. That's how you got to look at it at this point in the season. Because we're talking, what, the Heat have 24 games left. They're two back in the lost column of Brooklyn. They play, they play Brooklyn tomorrow night. Final game before the All-Star break. The Heat are in Brooklyn. The Heat are going to catch the Nets. That Nets team sucks, this current roster. I know everybody's like, oh, they got back some good players. Look at all the wings they got back. These are good players that you could eventually use in a trade in the offseason or down the road. They got a lot of guys who other teams will covet. But you put all those guys together and there's no star player, this Brooklyn team stinks. And you see, they lost to the Knicks last night. A couple days before, they lost to the Sixers. You go look what the Nets are doing. Ben Simmons played 13 minutes. He comes off the bench. He sucks. And you look at the st- like, you look at the starting group here for the Nets, and the Heat are going to see them tomorrow. You look at this starting group here for the Nets, and Mikel Bridge is a nice player, and he's a really nice player when he's your third or fourth best guy, like he had been in Phoenix. And now he's going to be, you know, the featured guy. And he was two for eight last night, seven points. And I understand it's going to take a little bit of time for these guys to mesh, but that's also what I'm talking about. This team stinks. They, they, this is not a good... Look, look at their starting group. Spencer Dinwiddie, Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Claston. It's a terrible team. If you add a star to that group right there, that's a, that could be a really good team. But these are a bunch of role players. Really nice role players who everyone would like to have on their team. All those guys I mentioned... Dinwiddie, oh, he's a little bit of a chucker. Dinwiddie, Claxton, Bridges, Johnson, Finney-Smith. Every winning team would like to have any of those guys. I mean, Dinwiddie being the fifth of them. But uh, Royce O'Neal off the bench. Joe Harris. Boy, Ben Simmons, he sucks. Everyone would want those guys. But not only those guys. That, that team sucks. So, the Heat are going to catch them. It's vital that the Heat win tomorrow night. You have to win tomorrow and you would pull within a game of number five. And that's why it's vital that the Heat win that game tomorrow and catch them. Because you're talking about a difference between being number five, being number six. And that difference could be facing the difference in facing Philadelphia or the difference in facing Cleveland. I think it's more advantageous you face Cleveland. They're rolling right now. Cleveland will struggle and they've now won seven in a row. The Heat are four back of them. I think it's more advantageous to face Cleveland than Philly. Not by much, though. Not by much. Like, I think it'd be fun to face Philly. Embiid's, you know, he's trying to win MVP. He's having a great year. Of course, Harden's been very good also. But it, I, I wouldn't be afraid of Philly, which is the spot that the Heat are in right now. But it would be more advantageous to face Cleveland. So, 
You want to get to that five spot. The Heat are two back and cut it to one tomorrow night if they win at Brooklyn. I do believe ultimately they're going to catch Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is is going to drop into the play-in. Now, they're not going to drop all the way out. (coughs) Excuse me. They're not going to drop all the way out because when they made the trade, they were 11 games over 500. They're now nine over. They're going to lose games. But 11 games over 500 at one point in the season... They're not going to drop totally out of the playoff picture. They're, they're going to be a playing team. I think Miami's going to jump them. I think New York is going to jump them. So, the Heat, have, the Heat have an opportunity tomorrow night. Even though they lost last night, you got an opportunity. You got to win tomorrow night to have a real legit shot. Otherwise, you'd fall three back of them. You win tomorrow night, you're just one back of them. I don't think this Brooklyn team is any good. So tomorrow night's an opportunity for you to get back on track. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A couple other notes as far as the Heat are concerned. So, Tyler Hero may be in the three point contest. Tyler Hero has been extended an invitation to be in the three point contest. I really hope he decides to do it. Be a lot of fun, man, if Tyler Hero is in the three-point contest. Now, the Heat, has there been a team who has had as many players win the three-point shootout as the Heat? Think about it. Glenn Rice. James Jones. Jason Capono. Daquan Cook. That's right, Daquan Cook. Have any Has any team had as many different players win the three-point shootout as the Miami Heat? Somebody probably has, right? That's four different guys. Who's the last guy that we had in the three-point shootout? I can't remember. But Daquan Cook's the last guy who won the three-point shootout, right? Or no, it was probably James Jones. James Jones probably won it after Daquan Cook, right? So we're talking, it's probably been like 10, 11 years since the Heat have had a guy win a three-point shootout. Maybe even since they've had a guy compete in the three-point shootout. Tyler Hero could totally win the three-point shootout. That would be a lot of fun. If the Heat were to be have a representative in that three-point shootout. That seems... Look, Tyler Hero, All-Star Weekend. That seems, it seems very on brand for Tyler Hero. So, hopefully he decides to do it. That would be a lot of fun. Also, one more note on the Heat. So, last night, Kyle Lowry missed his, whatever, like, fourth or fifth game in a row. He's obviously not going to play tomorrow. Uh, I hope he doesn't... I hope he never returns. But, Kyle Lowry, again... Not even in the building. Real team player. Not even in the building. Kyle Lowry. It's 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 just, it's a disaster. It's a total waste of money. It was an awful trade. And very clearly, he's upset when we, you know, team, are the only ones who should be upset. You're getting your paycheck twice a year. They get paid twice a year. You're getting your paycheck twice a year. You're getting that $28 million. You suck. And you're not a team player. I mean, his knee's sore. That's what they're saying. When it's really, team doesn't want me anymore. I'm not a team player. I'm not showing up. But knee soreness. Let's say it's knee soreness. Can't be on the bench. Victor Oladipo's there. Omar Yurtsevin's there. Duncan Robinson's there. Nikola Jovic is there. Can't be on the bench. Can't support your team. Oh, I- I'll tell you, they they cannot get rid of this guy soon enough. All-time awful Heat guy. All-time. 
Real team player, Kyle Lowry. Can't even be on the bench. Can't even be in the building. He's nowhere to be found. My goodness. Uh, and look, you know, I was talking about it. Yes, I was talking about it with my guy Juan. Johnny Cuba, that's right. That's what. That's Juan's brand, all right? Johnny Cuba, by the way, if you want to kick back tonight, grab yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, a refreshing German lager in a can, European roots with that Caribbean soul that Miami is all about. Johnny Cuba, pick up a six-pack at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Imas. Make sure you always drink responsibly. I had a six-pack. I didn't drink the whole six-pack, but I had a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. I'm enjoying myself during the Super Bowl this past Sunday night. Don't forget, of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra. I practically live my life by it. Stay tranquilo. And I was talking about with Juan yesterday. He's like, ah, why do you you think the Heat didn't make any moves? And I was, yeah, no one wants Kyle Lowry. No one wants our guys. That, like, that's the only way that you can make a significant trade. And you know, significant trade we're talking about, getting back a player who makes significant money, right? Because usually guys who make six, seven, eight million dollars are guys like Dwayne Dedman. If you want to get back a player in return who, you know, is a bit, it can be a difference maker, he's going to make a little bit of money. So you got to send out that amount of money. No one wants Kyle Lowry. That's that's one I were talking about it yesterday. No one wants Kyle Lowry. That's what it boils down to, and and now he he doesn't even show up anymore. What a disaster! The the only good thing is he will definitely not be on the team next year. Do we see him again this year? Probably, but he will not be on the team next year. So and, and look, they're better without him. Look at Gabe Vincent last night, man. Now Gabe Vincent doesn't give you 15 points every night. I think he had 17 the game before that. He, and I think he had a stinker the game before that. Like, that's going to happen. Gabe Vincent is going to have a good game. And Gabe Vincent is going to follow that with a stinker. That's because he's Gabe Vincent. Like, that's the difference between uh, the leagues, between star players and role players. Role players, they can give you what Gabe Vincent gave you last night. He had 15 points last night. But then the next game, they followed up with five. That's why he's a role player. Gabe Vincent had 15 last night. The game before that, the win in Orlando, he had 20. The game before that against Houston, he had 5. Before that, 17. And before that, he had 7. And before that, he had 5. So, that's that's why Gabe Vincent's a role player. He could give you a big game like last night. But then there are other nights where, you know, those two games against New York and Milwaukee, he combined to shoot 5 of 17. That's, that's Gabe Vincent. But, and I'm not saying that as a knock. Not at all. Because I think Gabe Vincent should get all of Kyle Lowry's minutes. Like, just those numbers right there. Those are better numbers than you're going to get from Lowry. 15 last night, 20 the game before that. He'll throw in the 5, and the game before that will get you 17. You know, look look at these last three games. You put those last three games together, we're talking, he's averaging uh, about 13, 14 points a game. A lot more than Kyle Lowry's going to give you. So, Lowry, stay away, man. Stay home. Like, don't ever play. Don't show up anymore. Your time is done. I hope that's what winds up happening. But just to add on to what a terrible marriage this has been, and, and, the, and the part that set me off, I was already pissed off with his playoff performance. He was horrendous. And the part that, that was really the point of no return with me, was Spolstra and Riley both telling you he was fat. And then when Lowry, co- I mean, and then when Lowry comes back, he just kind of shrugs it off. It's like, eh, you know, I've been in the league for a long time. And, you know, I, I know, you know, I know what I need to do. You know, that's their opinion. But, okay. All right. Listen, man, paying you a lot of money. You could have been in shape. And the reality is, and I've said this before, except for 2019, when he happened to be playing next to what at the time was the best player in the world, Kawhi Leonard, Lowry has an awful reputation in the playoffs. He's an awful playoff performer. He was again last year, and now this year, he's, he's been that awful in the regular season, and now he doesn't even show up anymore. Oh, get out of here. Get lost. So over it. What a disaster. Alright, so I, I don't, I don't want to get all worked up, alright? T- today's supposed to be a day of love. It's Valentine's Day. I mean, I talk about Kyle Lowry. You think that this is a day of hate. 
I don't want this to be a day of hate. I want this to be a day of love. I got a few more things on the Super Bowl for you, but first, I, I-, I want to talk about the Panthers, man. Oh, man. What a... They've won four out of five now, and Bobrovsky, oh, he was awesome last night. That was a great game. The Panthers, they had this little road trip. They're in Minnesota last night, and Minnesota's pretty good. Tonight, they're in St. Louis. St. Louis is not good, but they're in Minnesota last night. It was pretty much like, like Minnesota went into last night with 60 points. Panthers went into last night with 58 points. They're very similar to the Panthers, and, and by the way, Anthony Duclair could be back next week. That'd be a big help. Is Patrick Hornquist going to return this year? Concussion? Anyway, Bobrovsky, who maybe has been rejuvenated since the All-Star break, he was phenomenal last night. The Panthers would take a, a one nothing lead in the second period. E2 Loisterinim scored his, I think, 12th goal of the season. The Panthers get another goal. Uh, it was a four-sling shot at Loisterinim. He, he tipped it. The Panthers would get another goal, but they took it away. Montour scored, but they took it away. Kachuk goalie interference. He kind of, his elbow grazed the, the face mask of the goalie. It was the right call, but that was, it, it was one-to-one at that point. Minnesota tied the game there in the second. So it's 1-1 going into the third. Bobrovsky's keeping the Panthers in this game. This is a great game, even though it's just one-to-one. The Panthers need this game. They need all these games, all right? I'm way into it. I'm on the edge. The Heat are playing a tight game. The Panthers are playing a tight game. And how about this? Late in the per- late in the third period. And the Panthers, you'll take the overtime because it's a Western Conference team. So you don't mind it being a three-point game. You take the one point, let's go to overtime, possibly a shootout, and let's get that extra point. But the Panthers almost blew it with just seconds remaining. Pulls it down behind the net. Puts it out in front of the shot. Sergei Bobrovsky. He robs Spurgeon with 12 seconds left in overtime. What a save. Oh, that's a peach, hon. He was phenomenal last night. Bobrovsky with the huge save there, huge glove save with, I think it was about 12 seconds left, and and winds up helping the Panthers get to overtime. I mean, Bobrovsky last night, let's see what he finished, how many saves he finished with. Uh, Bob had 40, hmm... He had 40... How many saves? Oh, it's hard to tell. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm on the wrong game. That's why that is not working. All right. Um, you know what? Forget it. My, my thing is not working here. Uh, it is what it is. But Bobrovsky makes the save there. So they wind up going to overtime. Oh, here. Now I got it. I want to see how many saves he had. Excuse me. So Bobrovsky last night, 27 saves. 27 saves on 28 shots against. Great job getting to overtime. In overtime, the Panthers stunk. They hardly had the puck for the five-minute three-on-three. They did not get any good chances. They they almost deserved to lose in that overtime. It was a pathetic overtime from the Panthers. You get to the shootout, and I was like, all right. We played really well tonight, despite a, a, a shit overtime. Let's win this shootout here. Let's do it. The Wild, they get a goal on the first chance there. Damn. But then Anton Lundell ties it there in the first round. All right. In the second round, Bobrovsky with the stop. And then in the second round for the Panthers, Barkov scores. Hell yeah. I'm off the couch now. I'm fist pumping. My wife's upstairs sleeping. I got to try and be quiet. I don't want the dogs to start barking. It gets crazy here in the Zaslow Mansion. And then the Panthers, all right. If we get a stop here, third round, get a stop or a goal, we win. We get a stop here. It could be let's go home, baby time. He can win it. Another big shooter for the Wild. Gaudreau is four for seven this year. The Panthers trying to get away with the extra point. Gaudreau slowly stick candles in to the backhand. Let's go home, baby! Bobrovsky slams the door. And the Panthers win it in a shootout. Two to one. What an effort. Hell yeah. Great win for the Panthers, your favorite little hockey team, is back at it tonight. Like like I said, they are in St. Louis. I mean, look here at the headline. Bobrovsky, unbelievable as Panthers secure shootout win versus Wild. Hope They've won four out of five now, and hopefully that continues. That, that's a momentum type of win. On the road against a good team, you win the shootout, your goalie standing on his head. That, that's a momentum type of win. I'm, I'm, st- I'm starting to believe a little bit. 
So the Panthers now, they have no one ahead of them anymore as far as chasing the wild card. You know, it was only like a week or so. Not only are the Panthers chasing the wild card teams, but you got the Islanders in front of you, and you got the Sabres in front of you, and you got the Red Wings in front of you. Those teams are now behind the Panthers, and the only teams in front of the Panthers are the two wild card teams. That's Pittsburgh is the number two, and Washington's number one. The Panthers have 60 points now, and they face a Blues team, like I said tonight, the Blues stink. Gotta win tonight. I imagine Spencer Knight will be in net for the first time in forever. The Panthers have 60 points. They are one point back of Pittsburgh and two points back of the Capitals. But they're actually a lot closer to the Capitals than they are the Penguins. Because while they're one point back of the Penguins, the Penguins have four games in hand. That's a lot of points. Potential. The Panthers are two back of the Capitals, but the Capitals only have one game in hand. So they're, they're, they're really within striking distance of Washington. Let's see, let's see if Washington and Pittsburgh are playing tonight. The Panthers, of course, are at the Blues. This could be an ESPN Plus only game tonight for the Panthers. I believe it is. Washington is hosting Carolina. Carolina's awesome. So we're going to root for Carolina tonight. Is Pittsburgh in action tonight? They are. Pittsburgh is in San Jose. San Jose is one of the worst teams in the league. So if the Panthers win tonight and the Capitals lose... The Panthers will find themselves. Now, the Capitals will still have that game in hand. But the Panthers will pull even with the Capitals. If the Panthers win tonight and the Penguins somehow lose, then the Panthers would jump into that number two wildcard spot. So, tonight could be a good night. I'm really, really pleased with what's going on with the Panthers. It feels like, are, are they finally coming? Are the Panthers coming? It seems like they might be. They might be. Because they've been making you sick otherwise. Making me feel good right now. If you've been sick and you want to feel good, you got to call Doctors on Call 365. Doctors on Call 365 is South Florida's urgent care, but they come to you. If you're sick and you don't want to get up, you don't want to get out of bed, your doctor, they can't even see you today. Their next opening is in three weeks. Would you be interested in a doctor coming to your home or to your office or wherever you are and treating you right there? Is that something you'd be interested in? Well, Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. They treat all of Broward County, Miami-Dade, Southern Palm Beach as well. Whatever you got going on, minor illness, minor injury, Doctors on Call 365 is taking care of you. Now, it's self-pay, but you're going to wind up paying less than your copay would have been after waiting hours in the emergency room or your local urgent care. You need blood drawn, you need vitamin therapy, you need strep, COVID, flu tests, all that's going to get done in the comfort of your own home with Doctors on Call 365. You need a refill on your prescription, you need a prescription ordered because you need to get better, you're not feeling well. Doctors on Call 365 is taking care of you. DoctorsOnCall365.com, you'll get someone on the phone immediately. No matter the time of day or night. 786-577-9302. That's 786-577-9302. All right. So I'm very excited about the Panthers right now. That's awesome. The Heat, they're back in action tomorrow night. They they didn't, you know, defensively, the Nuggets took them apart yesterday. As far as the NFL goes, uh, we still got a couple more things Super Bowl-wise that I want to hit on before we get out of here on a Tuesday. First thing is, the fallout from that holding penalty. I saw a lot of guys on television all throughout the day yesterday. You know, that was the major topic. And you had a lot of guys on TV. It's funny. I feel like you have a lot of guys in the media, you know, opinionists, guys like myself, who did not like the call being made there. I feel like a lot of former players were okay with it. You tune on te- turn on the television yesterday, guys like Dominic Foxworth, guys like Bart Scott... Uh, defensive players who were okay with that call being made. I just, I'm not saying it wasn't a penalty, especially because Bradbury admitted it it was a penalty. He was hoping he would get away with it. But I still strongly believe if that was not called there, especially because Smith-Schuster didn't even sell it. He didn't even try to complain. Holmes did, but Smith-Schuster did not. If that call was not made, we are not talking about it. Especially because on the next play, they're going to kick a field goal. They're going to take the lead anyway. But instead, we got, like, like for an all-time game, an all-time Super Bowl to end with kneeling down, falling down at the two, 
and Andy Reid manipulating the clock and then calling timeout, that's not enjoyable. Jalen Hurts' potential legacy drive, that's enjoyable. And can I say something here real quick about the, uh, about the running back who, who went down at the two-yard line? I, I feel so stupid now because his name's on the tip of my tongue and I, I can't remember who it was who fell down at the two-yard line. You know, when, when Greg Olson was young, you got to get down, you got to get down. Who was the running back? Let me see here. Who was the running back who fell down to waste the time? Ah, Pacheco. All right. Right? Bill Pacheco? Let me make sure here. Hold on. Um, no, no. It was McKinnon. Yeah, Jared McKinnon left end to Philly two for nine yards. All right. So here's the thing here. And, and I, think, I think this needs to be mentioned. It's obviously, it's such a selfless play. You know, during the season, the fantasy football fan hates that when you kneel down there and that you don't get the points. Let me say something here about Jared McKinnon. It's an unbelievably selfish play, selfless play, because years from now, like everyone's going to remember the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They're not going to remember that selfless play from Jarek McKinnon that went a long way toward helping them win that game and running the clock down. No one's going to remember that. They only remember that the Chiefs won the game. They may remember the penalty, but they're not going to remember Jarek McKinnon taking that, you know, kneeling down there at the two-yard line. No one's going to remember that. And in a few years from now, uh, 10 years from now, let's say, uh, you know, Jarek McKinnon tells someone, you know, say, hey, what did you do for a living? I I played football. I played in the Super Bowl one year. Like, oh, how'd you do? Uh, He's going to say we won. But he's not going to say we won and I made an amazing play where I kneeled down at the two-yard line to waste time. That's not something you say. If he runs in there and scores a touchdown, they go up seven, they probably win the game. But if he runs in there, he scores a touchdown, someone says, hey, what'd you do for the guy? I played football. Won a Super Bowl, actually, with the Chiefs. Oh, how'd you do? Scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. That's, that's a great thing that you could say to people. You scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Saying you kneeled down at the two-yard line to help set up the game-winning field goal is not something you brag about when you won the Super Bowl. Yet Jarek McKinnon, a young player, he decided, I'm going to do the thing that's best for the team here. Rather than cementing yourself in history as a guy who scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Have we talked about that enough? Like that perspective. We know it's a great play. It's a great team play. It's a great selfless play. But have we talked about that perspective where 10, 15 years down the road, he says, I won the Super Bowl. Somebody says, how did you play? He says, he, he doesn't say, I kneeled, I kneeled down at the two-yard line, helped our team win the game by running off clock. He could have said, how do you do? Scored a touchdown. Scored the game-winning touchdown. See, that's not, that, that's not the end of it. It's not just that he scored a touchdown at the Super Bowl. He could have scored the game-winning, the Super Bowl-winning touchdown. And instead, he fell down at the two-yard line and let Harrison Butker kick a chip-shot field goal. It really, like, it's as selfless a play as there's ever been in sports. Yeah, there it is. I, we we got to make sure we, 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 we spend some time giving that guy credit right there. That's an incredible job by Jarek McKinnon there. And I didn't really mention that yesterday. And that's a bad job out of me. I saw, I saw you know, more fallout from Rihanna's halftime show. You know, she had more viewers than the game, which is amazing. I don't get the hate for the halftime show. I told you. How did you, I'm not saying that you leave that halftime show and say, oh my God, it was amazing. But how do you leave that halftime show and say, it sucked? That's the part I don't understand. And it happens every year. There's always the group of people who have to leave the halftime show and say, man, that halftime show sucked. How did it suck? Now, the whole lip-syncing thing, I don't know for sure because you had the audio issue fiasco with Fox, so I couldn't tell at all if she was lip-syncing or not, but I'm positive that she was singing over a track because that's how it works. So they're playing her music in the background, they're playing her vocals, and she's singing over it when she wants to. That's the way all of them do it now because you can't risk there being an audio issue during such a quick setup. She's got to be singing over a track. Otherwise, it could, be, it could be a total disaster. 
So she was definitely singing over a track, even though I would have no idea because Fox and the audio situation was one of the overriding issues during the game. Anyway, I, I just I don't understand the hate for her performance. I thought it was amazing. You don't have to think it was amazing, but to say that it sucked, ah, come on. I, I, I don't know what you're doing. All right. Anyway. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to mention real quick, too, as far as the NBA goes. So the Lakers last night, the Lakers continue to be a huge story, even though they suck. But the Lakers should be a story because, hey, they practically revamped their roster. And we haven't really gotten to see it yet because, like last night, they lost at the Trailblazers. LeBron didn't play. LeBron has not played since breaking Kareem's record. That was four games ago. Matter of fact, since breaking Kareem's record late in the third quarter of that game, LeBron has scored a total of two points. He had two points in the fourth quarter, and he's missed the next three games. LeBron going to play again? Like, remember, that was the whole thing where he, he, he threw a huge tantrum at the end of that Boston game, even though it was the end of regulation, they went to overtime. Because the games are super important. They need all the games. LeBron going to play again? Because after last night's loss, the Lakers are now six games under 500, and they're two games back of the final play-in spot. They may miss the play-in. And they made those trades. They revamped that roster with the intention that LeBron's going to play. Like, when's LeBron going to play? And then, not only is he not playing anymore since breaking the record, he's at the Super Bowl, and he's putting a crown on his head when they show him on the screen. Hey, LeBron, you play again this year? For a guy who says the games are so important, you're doing everything but playing. We're giving speeches before the games now, not playing. We're going to the Super Bowl, putting crowns on her head and not playing. It's such a bad look. It's such a bad look. I thought the games were super important. The only two teams with a worse record than the Lakers right now in the Western Conference are the Spurs and the Rockets. LeBron going to play again this year? I thought the games were so important. I'll tell you what's important. If you got, if there's a big game coming up and you're saying to yourself, man, where do I go? I want some good food. I want some good craft beers on tap. I'd like to listen to some live music. You know what? It's a good thing you're listening to your boy because the answer here is easy. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. That's right. Briny Irish Pub, that's your spot for Valentine's Day, right? Come on out to the Briny tonight. You're expecting great weather. You could sit outside. You got fresh food. You got cold adult beverages. You got all kinds of craft beers on tap. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. It's Tuesday night. That means Mahi Taco Tuesday specials. World's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub. Live music every single night. And of course, free parking if you park behind the Briny. Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. But park behind the Briny. They will validate your tag. You don't have to pay for parking if you park behind the Briny. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. You know that's my spot for all the big games. But if you want some live music, you want some great drinks, Briny Hour is every Monday through Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. That's happy hour. And we're just looking for a good, relaxing time while you're walking on the beach and you dip on in there to the Briny. World's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Big deal or not a big deal. You know how we do it. We wrap up every show with some of the big headlines, some of the big stories that we haven't been able to get to yet on the show. Big deal or not a big deal. Let's start things off. You know this is so romantic. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. Does it get any more romantic than halftime at the Dallas Mavericks game? You got an actual wedding with the groom full on dressed. The bride, she's in the gown. There was a full-on wedding ceremony at halftime of the Mavericks game last night. Reed and Ellen will now exchange rings as a symbol of love and commitment to each other. It is the seal of the vows you have just taken to love each other without end. Now, please place the rings on each other's hands and repeat after me. As a sign of my love, as a sign of my love, that I have chosen you, that I have chosen you, above all else, above all else, with this ring, with this ring, I thee wed, I thee wed. 
by the power vested in me and with 20,000 MFFLs as witnesses, it's my delight to declare you husband and wife. Reed, you may kiss the bride. Mass fans, please welcome Reed and Ellen Malone. Oh, it's so romantic. Every girl's dream to get married in a rushed halftime ceremony in front of 20,000 of your closest friends and family. I'll tell you, the bride looked beautiful. You're a good-looking girl. But what, what, a, what a dream come true to do it in front of all those people and rush. You got to rush through it, you know, because the game's got to start. It's it, it was beautiful. It was so romantic. This is not a big deal. You know I hate this. All right, big deal or not a big deal. How about the Miami Hurricanes? Men's basketball team with a road win last night by eight at UNC. They're just one game back of first place in the ACC. You got Pittsburgh in front of them. I think Virginia Tech is as well. And then you got the Canes there. So right there at the top, they got a chance for first place. Need a little bit of help there. That's a big deal. The Canes, we know they're a tournament team. Been telling you that all season. Canes are a tournament team. I'm trying to get out, actually, for the final home game against FSU. We'll see how that goes. But Canes winning on the road last night at UNC. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Speaking of the Dallas Mavericks last night. After losing in their debut together, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving last night, they played in a very tight game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They were down by three late, and yet Kyrie and Luka playing hot potato. 18.8 left. A three would tie the game. Vincent with the ball in play, and it's tipped into the backcourt. Luka beats McDaniels to it, and now he's got it in the backcourt. Up ahead to Kyrie. He stops. He fakes a shot. Now Luka going back to Kyrie. A pump fake. Steps to the defense. Lost the ball. Going up ahead to Kyle Anderson, and it's all over. Disruptive defense by Minnesota prevents Dallas from ever getting a shot away to tie the game. And their final possession ends in a turnover. Oh, it's pathetic. They didn't even get the shot off there. And look, you had the Kyrie Irving special there last night. He struggled for most of the game. The Mavs were getting smoked. And then Kyrie led the comeback. He caught fire there in the fourth quarter, finished with like 36 points. He was amazing there, and they still lose. So he gets his numbers but they still lose. That's the Kyrie special right there. They don't get the shot off there, and that's a whole kind of deal, playing hot potato back and forth, where Luka's like, no, no, here, you take it, Luka, and, and Kyrie's like, here, you take it. I, Luka should be taking the last shot. All right, so not a good start there for those two guys. They're 0-2 together. Big deal or not a big deal? After the Nets lost last night at the New York Knicks, the Knicks snapped a streak of, I think, like seven straight losses to the Nets. Ben Simmons... He's worthless. Played only 13 minutes last night. He comes off the bench. And, of course, you had the media was asking Jacques Vaughn, coach of the Nets, what do you do about Ben Simmons? Trying to figure out what lineup fits around Ben, what position fits for Ben, uh, how we can make him look good at every opportunity. That's the goal. And uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, That's on me to to figure it out. Uh, But uh, I think... Overall, as a team, we're going to try different lineups to try to figure this thing out. It's going to be uh, some work that we have to do uh, because you just take a look at what the lineups could potentially look like. You put another big next to Ben, then you got to figure out what the spacing is around him. Then if you put a playmaker next to him, then you got to figure out what Ben looks like without the basketball. Then if you go small without with Ben, then you got to figure out can you rebound enough with him. All right, so the challenges are ahead of us. We'll look them head on. We'll figure it out. We have the personnel to figure it out. Whether it is me mixing and matching throughout different pieces of the game uh, and allowing him to have a group and run with a group, uh, that part we'll figure out. But you see um, the challenges that lie ahead. Look, this is a big deal because I don't think there's any saving Ben Simmons at this point. You know, Brooklyn now is actually the perfect kind of team for Ben Simmons. You know, you would have thought when the Sixers were going to trade him, you know what, a team like Detroit a team like Orlando, a team like Houston, a team like San Antonio, teams that have no winning aspirations where you could just go out there and play ball without any pressure. That's probably the best scenario for him. Brooklyn was a team with championship aspirations. Terrible situation for him. But now this team, they're essentially in a rebuild. This is the perfect kind of spot for him. He doesn't start, played only 13 minutes last night, 
And for a player, I mean, listen to Jacques Vaughn. They're talking about, do, you know, should we play him with this kind of guy? Play him with this kind of player? Play him with this kind of player? This is a guy who was an all-NBA player. He was Rookie of the Year. And you're trying to figure out who he can play next to? This is a big deal. He's, he's a lost cause, Ben Simmons. Finally, I got one more for you. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, my stories. Monday Night Raw. Final Raw before Elimination Chamber this weekend. That's what's called the go-home episode of Raw. I have not finished it yet. I'm going to finish my stories coming up this afternoon. But in the first hour of the show, a fire promo between Sami Zayn, who was invading Raw, and Cody Rhodes. Un- this is a big deal. WWE is doing a great job of making sure that the crowd does not turn on Cody Rhodes because they want Sami Zayn or wanted Sami Zayn to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Instead, we're getting Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. They're doing a great job of making sure the crowd does not turn on Cody. And the two of them did a phenomenal job last night. Face-to-face, who saw that encounter coming? Incredible promo between those two. Very invested in Elimination Chamber this weekend. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. What a show today. I'm very happy about the Panthers, man. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to all the hoochies out there. I love all you. Make sure you have a great time today. For the men out there, make sure you're doing something special. I could probably take some notes from you guys. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. Tell your family, tell your friends about the show. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, You got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task. Unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com. 954 Five eight nine two two zero four.